Welcome to Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. Now here is your host, Katrina Forseth, a missionary serving as state director for CEF of Illinois. Hi, and thanks for listening to Telling Future Generations. Recently, over the past few broadcasts, I shared with you an open door for ministry that the Lord brought across our path to share about after-school good news clubs with public school administrators, both principals and district superintendents, and even local school board members from across the state. It all started back in 2020 in the midst of COVID when I was put in contact with the recently formed IACA, which is the Illinois Association for Christian Administrators, which is comprised of over 300 members, believers in Christ who are in administration serving in the public schools throughout Illinois. There are only four states in the United States where such an association of Christian administrators exists that we know of, and one of those states just happens to be right here in Illinois. The other three states where a similar association has been formed is Oklahoma, Missouri, and also a rapidly growing one in the state of Arizona. I was so thankful to be put in contact with Dr. Henkel, who is one of the founding members of the IACA for the state of Illinois, and he asked me over a year ago to come this year to be one of the guest speakers at the recent Springfield Conference held back in October, and then also this past November to come to Chicago and share a brief presentation about the after-school good news clubs at the Joint Annual Conference for Public School Administrators and School Board Members from across Illinois. At the Chicago event in November, we were also given an additional opportunity to have a booth space in the exhibit hall to interact with those who were attending the conference and to talk to administrators and school board members and to share with them personally how the After School Good News Club program worked and how it could be started in their school district and elementary or middle schools. It was such a joy to meet Christian administrators and school board members who are believers from across the state, who have such an obvious heart for the children in their schools to not only to know God's word, but also to know Christ. Altogether, between both of these events in Springfield back in October and also in Chicago in November, we were able to share with approximately 100 Christian administrators and 20 to 30 school board members about this open-door opportunity that the Lord has given to His people to be in the public school after school with a Good News Club program. As I have previously shared before COVID nationwide, CEF was in almost 5,000 schools reaching over 200,000 children on a weekly basis through After School Good News Club. And here in Illinois, in our state, also before COVID, we were in almost 100 public schools reaching 2,500 children on a weekly basis in the After School Good News Clubs. I shared with the Christian administrators that I had a chance to talk with and the school board members the importance of the Good News Club goes way beyond just starting another after-school program in their school. For many of these children attending Good News Club, this is like their Sunday school in the public school held immediately after school. It's a place where children who are believers from Christian homes can be encouraged and to grow in their faith and to exercise their faith before their peers. But it's also a place where children can come from non-Christian homes and learn firsthand the simple message of the gospel of Jesus Christ and be pointed to the love of Christ. There are so many stories I've heard through the years about the impact of Good News Clubs, but one of them that stands out to me is about a bully turned believer. A Christian little boy was being almost daily harassed by another boy who was a bully at school. The little boy's parents were growing quite concerned and wanted to help their son and to pray with him about the situation. When his parents asked him what he thought the Lord would want him to do or how he should respond to the situation, their little boy said, 
you know what? I want to invite him to come to Good News Club to hear about Jesus because he needs to know that Jesus loves him too. Amazingly, the other boy who was bullying him and was being mean to him accepted the invitation and came to the Good News Club with his mom's permission. As the weeks went by, this former bully began to understand the love of Christ, the love of Jesus for him, and he trusted in Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Now, that's amazing work of God right there, but that's not even where the story ends. The little boy who invited the other boy to come to Good News Club then asked his parents if he could come over for dinner. And soon a fast friendship was made, and the former bully was now his close friend and a regular welcome guest in their family home. You see, the Good News Club is not just about a program. It's all about the power of the gospel to change lives, both for the believers and unbelievers, all because of the love of Christ. Now, I'm so thankful to the IACA and to Dr. Henkel for the opportunity to not only come and share about our CEF ministry to be in the public schools with the after-school good news clubs, but also to thank them also for their ministry in the public school serving as administrators, because they have a tough job, an important position that they hold, and also to encourage them in some small way in the Lord. At the Springfield Conference, I had more time to not only share about the after-school good news clubs with these Christian school administrators, but also to share with them from God's word from the life of Joshua about being strong and courageous in the Lord. Being a Christian administrator in the public school is not an easy task. Neither is standing for Christ as a student or as a believer in Christ in our growing godless society. Living all for the Lord and doing what God has called us to do for Him feels like we're constantly swimming upstream that often causes us to grow weary and worn down. But you know what? The Lord has a message for his people today, just like he did with Joshua of old, the leader of God's people, as they went forward into the promised land, that they are to look solely to the Lord for their strength. And that's why today and every day, no matter our obstacles or life's challenges, we can be strong and courageous, not in us or in ourselves, but as we look to and rest in the Lord. Three times in Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 9, the Lord commanded Joshua, the leader of his people, to be strong and courageous. The Lord said to Joshua, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for inheritance the land which I swore unto thy fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. What God was giving to Joshua on this day was actually a trifold yet singular command to be strong and courageous. But exactly how was Joshua supposed to do that? Or it tells us right here in God's word, by resting on the promise of God's plan, by resting on the promise of God's word, and by resting on the promise of God's presence. And the same is true for us today. When difficulties come our way, we are to be strong and courageous as we rest on the promise of God's plan. Even when the world looks like it has gone crazy and is spinning out of control, we need to trust that God, that he is in control and to simply rest in his promised plan. God had a plan for Joshua and the people, and God has a plan for us today. 
And the scriptures tell us from beginning to end that all of the promises of God from the Old Testament beginning in the book of Genesis all the way through to the New Testament ending in the book of Revelation are yes and amen in Christ. Christ, who is the promised one, came the first time, just as he said. So Christ, the promised one, will come the second time, just as he said. So be not dismayed and do not be discouraged. God is calling us just like he did Joshua and the people to be strong and courageous and to go forward as we rest on the promise of God's plan. Well, not only are we to be strong and courageous as we rest on the promise of God's plan, but also as we rest on the promise of God's word. I love Joshua 1a. It's one of my favorite verses that is a constant reminder to me how much I need to feed and fill up daily on God's word. For without it, my soul has no rest. Again, verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I love it. I believe as both believers and Christian leaders in this godless world, we need to be in this book now more than ever. As a Christian ministry leader, I personally know of no other way to lead apart from this book. And as a believer in Jesus Christ, without God's word as my daily compass, I not only grow weary, I can get lost. I believe that God wants us to know his word so well that when the pressures and trials of life of this world comes in and begins to squeeze us or box us in, we will not deviate from God's word to the right or to the left or to be deterred from fulfilling what God wants us to do as we rest not only in him, but as we rest on the promise of his word. I remember years ago when I first became the state director in Illinois that I was going through a difficult time and facing a difficult personnel situation in ministry. In the midst of the trial, I suddenly remembered a verse from scripture that was just exactly what I needed at that time. It was like the Lord brought that verse to my mind and unrolled it as a scroll before my eyes, reminding me both of the principle and of the promise of his word. God's word is so amazing. This is not some dry, dusty book that we hold in our hands. It's food for our souls, and it's God's very word for us this day that God calls us as his people to not only read and study, but to rest upon on his promised word alone. And that is why now more than ever, not only do we as his people need to know and rest on God's promised word, but also so do our children, the future generations, the children, both our children and the children across this land and in the nations around the world need to know now who the Lord is and to rest on his promised word. But the problem is that's a tall order to fulfill, just like God's command to Joshua to go in and possess a land was a tall order to undertake. And that's why God's threefold singular command to Joshua and to us today is one and the same. Be strong and courageous, not only as we rest on the promise of God's plan, we rest on the promise of God's word, but also as we rest on the promise of God's presence. And that's what God said to Joshua that day in verse 9. At the end, he says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. You know, I'll never forget how the Lord reminded me that it is he who goes before us as we rest on the promise of his presence. 
It was a couple years ago, but it was the first day of a brand new Good News Club in a school that had just opened up to us. And sometimes when you walk into you know, a new school like that, you have no idea what it's going to be like. And But from that very moment when we came to the door and went into the school office, the staff were so friendly and they greeted us and they even told us how glad they were that we were there to start the Good News Club. I mean, that alone was amazing. And then we had teachers who just helped us and went out of the way to make sure we had all the children and had them all signed up and the permission slips were all in order. And then because space was lacking for a place to meet, there was a Christian teacher who just happened to have grown up attending a good news club in another state. And then she volunteered to open up her classroom to host that good news club for the first six weeks. Amazing. About 20 plus children came to Good News Club on that first day. And before club was over on day one, a little boy came back for counseling, wanting to know about the Bible and more what it meant to believe on Jesus. And then a mother after club that day thanked us for coming to teach God's word and to share the gospel message to her foster child. You know, God did so many things in that one club, including also later with that former bully becoming a believer. But what was clear from the beginning is that we were not doing this ministry by ourselves. We were not alone. The Lord himself was present with us and was even going before us every step along the way. You know, I do not know what God is calling you to do or what God will ask us to do for him tomorrow. But one thing I do know that God is calling us as his people, just like Joshua, to be strong and courageous as we rest in the promise of his plan, we rest in the promise of his word, and ultimately as we rest in him on the promise of his presence, that he will go with us and go before us as we follow him and serve him and point others to him every step of the way. The Lord is saying to our hearts today, even now, have not I commanded thee? Be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you, whithersoever thou goest this day. Thank you for joining us today for Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. To learn how you can partner with Child Evangelism Fellowship to reach children in your community, please call 309-688-9699 or visit cefofillinois.com. Please join us again next week at the same time for Telling Future Generations.